A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. And welcome to another episode of Four Times in a Podcast. You join us Monday the 19th of June, and we are delighted to say Celtic have appointed Ange Postecoglou's replacement, and it is none other than previous Celtic manager Brendan Rodgers, a man who, despite him previously saying it, many people didn't think would ever be welcome back at Celtic Park after the way he left in 2019. But he is here now. Tony, I'll come to you first. If you, if somebody was to tell you about four or five weeks ago that Ange Postecoglou would be the Tottenham manager and Brendan Rodgers would be back at Celtic. What would you have told him and uh, how do you feel about the appointment? Oh, it's been crazy. I don't know what would I say if somebody said that to me. Obviously, Brendan has never really criticised the fans, even though they, we went kind of mental when he left. and He's never shut the door and coming back to us. And I always thought that was him just kind of being nice, smelling in. I, I never thought that he would come back up here. I thought... Um, his time at Leicester was, for the most part, massively successful. The banner said um, you traded immortality for mediocrity, but I think he's probably immortal in Leicester, seeing as he won them their only FA Cup. So, we kind of get over old ground too much. I think there was obviously issues with the board at the time, and that's why he's left. Timing was atrocious, but it all kind of worked out okay, apart from the fact we replaced him with Lennon, but that's not really his fault. Um, I think it's a fantastic appointment. I think the board get a bit of credit of Dermot Desmond, whoever's decision it was. I thought um, he was the best candidate for the job. If you look at his CVs, he's competed for nine trophies in Scotland and during that time. Celtic won all nine of them. He done well at Liverpool for a couple of seasons. 
I mean, when you think about it, when he's come up against some of the best managers in the world, he's gave them a couple of tankings. I think he beat Arsene Wenger 5-1, beat Guardiola 5-2. I'm sure he beat Liverpool when he's at Leicester. I think he basically beat all the big teams. I think they, they gave Conti's Tottenham a bit of tanking as well. So um, I'm delighted to have him back. I think he's a very, very good manager. I think we've got a really good squad and I'm really excited to see what he can do. I must admit, I'm surprised to come back. Um, I thought he could probably get most Premier League jobs. I'm actually surprised that he didn't end up the, the Spurs manager, to be honest. But Big Ange takes that. But um, no, to go for a coach who was really, really good, to, to go to a manager that's achieved more, again, not really a slant on Big Ange, loved her to bits and he done the job, but Rogers is probably about I think about eight years younger than Ange and a lot more experience at the, the top top level. So fascinated, just totally fascinated to see how it plays out. I know some fans are not happy, but the game brigade obviously reposted the picture of the banner. That's obviously their prerogative. They're well entitled to have any opinion they want. I I would like to think that get into the season, there's no active protests against them. That would just be totally counterproductive and probably cause a bit of damage. I don't think that will happen. I think that was them just making their feelings known that they probably won't be singing about them or whatever. But that's fine with me, I'm sure. Or the other fans in the stadium, I think, will quickly get behind them if he, he gets back to winning ways. And you would like to think that, that that's the plan. So... Uh, absolutely mental two weeks. Delighted we get it done pretty quickly. Fed up reading absolutely ridiculous rumours for total assholes that just make stuff up for no real reason. So I, it's, it's went a lot better than our last manager certs that lasted about fucking three months for a top candidate to tell us to piss off. So I think this time top candidate has said yes and they've obviously, the board have obviously promised them the fucking world because there's maybe he would come up here with guarantees. So I think for him, he's, he's aimed got to be win the league and improve in Europe, but I'm sure he'll, he'll be targeting the Cups as well. So um, I think your squad's in a good position as it is. I'm sure there'll be some movement with, with the transfer window opening, but it's, it's just it's very exciting times, I must admit. Absolutely, I completely agree with you. I think that uh, the names that we were getting linked with, there was a lot of sort of young and experienced coaches, uh, like Enzo Maresca. Uh, Farioli and a few other ones, even the Mumbai City uh, guy who get uh, linked to it, Des Buckingham, like after I think he just turned up on a flight in Glasgow and get linked to it. But I think far and away we've appointed the strongest candidate that we seem to be linked with. He had a few sort of links with even guys like Daniel Farke and that, who's it's had a few jobs in England and Germany, but it just didn't excite you. I think I think it's a massive coup for Celtic. I know that obviously he'd been here before, but I, I'm a bit like yourself, Tony. I thought that he would have been done with uh, Scottish football. I think that, again, I agree with you. I thought it was just sort of lip service to the support and to uh, back Celtic up a bit by saying that he would be back one day. I'm I'm, I'm genuinely amazed that he is. And I, I think as, as a podcast, we've probably been rightly so in our eyes, very critical of the board, but I think the board have pulled it out of the bag here, especially probably Dermot Desmond, but he appears to have been influential in getting this one done, and they deserve massive credit for it, because I think it's a really ballsy appointment as well, because as much as I think in generally 60-70% of what I've seen has been positive towards uh, Rogers, like it could have went the other way, the support could have completely completely been against it, and like obviously there was a lot of high emotion running back in February 2019, but I think the fact that they've just went for it and appointed the best candidate because 
as he's been doing it Leicester and I know obviously it didn't end well but there's a lot of sort of he didn't have much money to spend the last few years and you see what happens to most teams down there when they don't have a lot to spend but like a couple of fifth place finishes and an FA Cup as well I think his time at Leicester will be regarded as a success and uh, the fact that he, he seems set on being out of the game for a year and just taking a time to take a break and like recoup before his next job I think the fact that Celtic have managed to convince him like in that sort of regard as well was a credit to guys like Desmond and uh, Michael Nicholson uh, who well, supposedly went out and visited him, visited him out in uh, Mallorca but I think that it's really exciting times because he's been here he's won an invincible treble he's won a double treble as you say every competition he entered uh, while the Celtic manager and domestically he won I think he's like the fact that he's here, like you know, there will be demand set by him that there's a minimum sort of transfer budget and a certain caliber of player that comes in. Like I know he obviously did leave in quite dramatic circumstances, but I think in hindsight there did seem to be a lot of a maybe a mere backing that he could have got in his first spell. But it's it's been quite incredible. The fact the turnaround in the last three four weeks is it's it's been crazy because if, if it wasn't for Ange leaving we'd probably be here talking about where we could upgrade the team and quite unbelievably it looks sort of in my eyes anyway we've upgraded the manager and again that's no slight on Ange I think just because of what, what Brendan's done at the uh, top levels just been like much much better of course than what Ange's done he might go down there and uh, really smash it up down at Spurs and good luck to him but at this point I think Rogers is a a better manager and certainly a better manager than uh, when he left us so I'm absolutely buzzing for it. Danny how do you feel I know uh, it's, as, as I said to Tony it's quite quite a mad set of circumstances that have led us to this point but uh, how, how do you feel about Brendan being back? I'm delighted that he's back. <laughs> I looked at Tony and I never thought we could get him. I remember the last time he came it was shock because he never thought we could get a manager of his calibre. I'm shocked for different reasons now that he come back. But above all, I'm just delighted. I think, like Tony said, he's, and you've said it as well, he's the best candidate for a job. He was the best candidate for a job. Um, the rest of the list wasn't really inspiring. Um, and I think the position that we're in compared to two years ago, with folk like Mareska and stuff, is two, two years ago we needed somebody that would maybe do like a rebuild. Now we're looking for somebody to add on to what Andrew's already started. And, why no better than go for somebody that I agree I think he's an upgrade on Ange and it's not a slant on Ange either I think he's a, a great manager I think, I think and I hope he does really well at Spurs as well I think probably in the minority but I hope he does really well but no I'm looking forward to, to the season starting under Rodgers and getting right into it because he's um, he was just a, he was a great manager for Celtic the first time that like, I, the way he left was really sickening and it put a really bad taste in a lot of folks, mine included. I was devastated when he left and I wasn't happy the way he'd done it. But if you take that away and just look at the, the two and a half years, was, it's just littered with success and turning up in the big games, just hammering Rangers at basically every turn. I mean, he only lost one still. I know that was his last game against them. He'll be looking to put that right as soon as possible. But just... I feel it felt like we've said this before, but Celtic felt like a bigger club. We always feel like a big club, but we felt like a proper big tap of the like table tap table club when Rogers was there. Um, in my opinion, anyway, 
and with one of the best managers in Europe. And I think he's a better, I think he's a better manager than, than the one that left Celtic. So in 2019, I think he's coming back a, a better manager for his experience at Leicester. I mean, two fifth-place table finishes. An FA Cup win, um, European semi-final. You know, if the, the manager has just left us, because down England and does that, he'll uh, probably get a statue outside Tottenham's ground. So we're getting a top, top-class manager. And I think it's a better squad than he's inherited it seven years ago. I think the club's in a better position than he inherited it seven years ago. So there's plenty of reasons to be excited. I know not everybody's on board and some people are still bitter about the way he left and that's completely fine. Um, completely fine. And I get the way folk think because it wasn't nice the way it happened. You know, it was very sudden and very quick when you kind of seen the way he'd left. It, it was quite... Um, it was quite tough to read and tough to hear about. So, and I know he's been on and said great things about the club and the fans and how he'd love to come back and all that, but, you know, make the mistake about it. He's going to be under pressure straight away because um, he'll not get away with um, a slow start or anything like that. So, the pressure's on, but I just, the, the thing I keep wondering is why is he coming back up? Is He's got to have been promised something. He's got to have been reassured of something whether it's transfer budget, whether it's a freedom to sign the players he wants, whether it's, you know, who knows, obviously he'll be getting weighed in financially himself, but I don't think, I don't think he would just come up to work the same way he worked the last time. I think he's coming up with reassurances, but of course he's probably had to make some, you know, compromises to Celtic as well. I mean, I'd imagine that he's signing a three-year deal for a start um, instead of a own contract. So if it goes, to, something happens. If it goes really well and he, he leaves, it will get weighed in again. But um, I think both sides have probably came to the conclusion that it's the best thing for all parties, um, and that he comes back. And I'm really looking forward to start the season now and seeing seeing the type who he'll bring in now. I'm, I'm looking forward to see because the squad does need work. Of course, it does every year. You need to get better and better. And you know, we're going into a Champions League. Well. The team played well in the Champions League, but they fell up. They fell quite short. Now some of them will improve for the experience, but the team will need bolstered as well. And I'd expect to see some people move on. I'd expect to see some people uh, kick on. Um, but I'm really intrigued to see who who he looks out and signs. And I think it's it's good that Kennedy staying as well. I mean, I think it's a big a big thing that because he learned a lot under Rogers, I'd imagine. But he's been really instrumental under. Um, and and I think him and Strack and Kulop played a really big part so uh, I'm delighted that they're staying and there's that wee bit of continuity as well and but hopefully you know Rogers can come in and add his mightiest touch that he had the first time and see just see where it takes us Definitely and Andy I'll bring you in and you got to make it a full house of uh, the four times that are delighted to see Rogers back or is it a case of uh, just sort of bear the devil you know how do you feel about it? No, I suppose all we're missing now is a bag of cans, but I it was uh, it's just as you say, Tony, if you'd said to me at the end of the season, four or five weeks ago or whatever, that we'd be in the position now where the manager that won as a trebles, the Spurs manager, and Brendan Rodgers is back, I'd have thought you were that right half your nut. But I it's odd. Um, there was obviously a shock, but I think it's, it's probably indicative and gives you an indication of the board and, and what's happened. It almost feels as if we've Fine, I don't want to speak too soon here, but we're finally starting to learn from past mistakes. Um, we've sort of banged the drum long enough about 
anytime somebody leaves, like when you look at the whole sort of Rogers thing and he was trying to take his staff and all that away with him and you you felt as if fucking hell we're in some state here. Um and it showed that by then a sort of pointing Lennon to the job and falling back into old methods. That it almost feels as if we've learned for that now. I think I think the staff staying like Kennedy and Stratton and that's a massive statement um at the club and it's it's what we were saying for long enough, just trying to keep that continuity. Ah, you can lose, you can lose a great manager. Um, we were all disappointed when Ange left, but it's about how you react to it. Um, players, managers, everybody's leaves every club in the world, and I wasn't a fan of how Rogers left either. I think. Nene's work, we were fucking Ganafa. He probably would have burnt his house down at one point, but listen, you move on. Um, I think we're at the point now where the most important thing for the club is results. Um, and it's winning, it's improving, it's the players that are there, the staff that's there, it's, it's making sure every one of them get better every single day and every single year and we bring as, as much success as possible and when you look at any manager that we could have got, he was the best option. I think he's probably the best manager that any team anywhere could attract to Scotland. Um, I think that's the reality and I, I don't think you will see a better manager or a better coach up here. Um for God knows how long. I do agree. I think he's probably a better manager now than when we first had him and he's coming into. A lot of me agrees with Danny. Like, I just don't see, especially when he'd pretty much committed to taking um, a year out no long prior, I just don't see the scenario where he thinks, I'll just, I'll just jump up there and we'll go through the same before. I mean, it was well enough documented. I listen, doesn't he? So lot my way with how we left before, but it was well enough documented the state of the transfer policy at times and he was asking for players. I mean everybody knows about the whole asking for McGinn and Castangi and getting Azagiri and Malumbu um that went about for long enough. But I think that says a lot that he's committed to coming back. Um and I just don't see him doing it unless there's been assurances. Um we've obviously had a lot of success. We're guaranteed Champions League football. It's not as if we're going to be sitting saying, right, we've got these fucking qualifiers, we need to win, we need to get in, that you're used to, and that was the same when he was here before, that the money's guaranteed, we're cash rich at the minute, we've got assets that are there, but I don't see him coming back um, so soon into football, and again, coming back up here, when realistically he's got fuck up to prove, um, so I mean, he, he was linked with jobs doing there for long enough, he could get another Premier League job if he wanted, and if he wanted to hang about for it, Um I just don't see a scenario where he's coming back unless there's been the assurance he's made. So I'm I'm quite excited to see that. I've seen people just anything you can people just like being fucking raging sometimes. I, I don't understand it. It's you can never guarantee yourself success in, in, in anywhere, let alone football. But I think he's the closest thing or a candidates that were available at doing that. And people soon fucking forget all about it. If he goes out and keeps winning trophies um, and improves the team, that that's the simple reality. They can say all they want and if and blind and do whatever. But if he goes out and starts winning football matches, then people will forget about it and people will move on because realistically, that's all that fucking matters. Um, he's going to move on again. That will happen. But I think we need. I've said it before. We need to get. We need to just sort of realise where we are and where we're at. Players are now the same and managers are just one and the same at this point. Um, we're not going to hold on to the good genes and the successful genes for, for too long. Um, I'd like to think he's 
if and when he does leave again, it will be done under better circumstances, and he'll sort of accept that was that wasn't the best way to do it. But I mean, you've seen it even with Ange, and I mean, I'm as guilty as myself is obviously going to have about the whole Ange thing, but. I think that tells you everything you need to know about the people who were banging the drums saying leave at the end of the season. You would have went with our best wishes. That, that, it was bullshit. It wasn't the case. Um, some people are just not ready to accept where we are in football and that's that managers won't be here forever and notable players. Um, but there is a way to do it and hopefully hopefully Rodgers has learned for that for the future. But I am I'm excited though. I can't put it any other way. I just, I just don't see him coming up here unless there's been assurances made and We've got such a strong squad that he, the big thing about Rodgers is how good a coach he is and he makes every, he makes everybody he works with a better football player. Um, there's going to be guys there if we hold on to them for another year. Just I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do with somebody like Hattati, um, Jota, even Kyogo. There's so many players there. They're getting, they're getting him to work with somebody new, somebody who we've already seen what he can do for players in their careers, um, how much he can improve them. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and again, hopefully we start to build and, and we get the improvements and the tweaks that are needed to, to kick on in Europe. And as I say, you're not going to expect to fucking win the Champions League, but you want to improve on it. You want to make ourselves a, a team that's no one there just to make up the numbers or there to be a hard team to play against, a hard team to beat, um, can go and can take a rain scalp shaft teams and I think a manager of that calibre is capable of that and I think it's we've said it when he was here before um, if people were listening back then that a manager like that players want to play for him do you know what I mean? Players will want to go and play under him players put sort of trust in guys like that it's, it's playing for a big name um, it's, it's almost as important as the club at times um, because let's be honest like as a player, they want the best for their career and they know going and playing under Brendan Rodgers is as good as you can get as, in terms of a coach that will improve you. So I, I'm really looking forward to that. And I, it's, it's big for me to just see that the club's finally acting like a big club um, and no just going with a cheap appointment, even if the fact we've put them in a three-year deal. Um, don't get me wrong, I think part of that probably is a bit of security to guarantee yourselves um, a bit of money should the worst thing happen in a year's time. Um, but I am. I'm looking forward to. It. I like to see that we're finally acting like a big club again, and and hopefully you see that in the next couple of weeks before obviously we go to a pre-season in Asia, that that things will get moving. Um, I, I don't. I don't see us waiting about. We've we've done this fairly quickly, although every time every day that passed after Angela felt like a fucking eternity. And you were last week we were sitting all the notifications on for say like Twitter, no doubt, trying to get this through, and everybody's checking the fucking stock market, but. Aye, it's we've moved fairly quickly if you consider everything, and I think the same will probably be said in the transfer market. Um, I'm just getting the feeling we'll finally learn from our past mistakes, and and we should be able to hopefully build on and again just just keep keep going, keep improving, and and going to the sort of bigger and better things. I hope. No, definitely, there's a couple of things you mentioned there. I, I, I agree with you, and I think. You can't guarantee that any managerial appointment's going to be a success, but I think what the board have done is take a lot of the sort of guesswork out of you and that you've got a top-class manager who's managed at the top level in England and he's done it here before. Like I'm not saying that if Maresca or Farioli or anybody else had to come in that they wouldn't have been a success, but you sort of do take less of a risk when you bring somebody like this in. And I think 
as as I mentioned, like I think the fact that he's been here and he's won every trophy, like he could have left knowing that especially from like a sort of outsider standpoint that his reputation at Celtic would be solid in terms of like, he won every trophy when he was here. So he's obviously here to uh, make a point and for me, like it, it looks like it will be in Europe, I think, that the experience he's had uh, especially with Leicester the last few years going up against guys like Pep, Klopp, uh, Arteta, even like your Man U's and uh, whoever else down there. Like the fact look, Leicester have got less money than them and like I know it's not on the same scale that we'll be when we go back in the Champions League but that sort of experience that he's gained is I, I think it should set us up well in Europe and that was probably the only sort of blot on Andrew's uh, two years at Celtic was how we performed in Europe when it when it really mattered and like I think Rogers like qualified for the Champions League two or three years when he was here and uh, obviously he's no qualifiers to navigate this time which is good but the group stages like he he probably would like to think that he can take Celtic out the group stage as well and then obviously you've got the revamped Champions League next season as well so I think that's where my real optimism comes I think he's here to uh, like really improve like what he, what he did in the day last time here with Celtic and if it is to get us to the last 16 or I don't know I'm not even specifying what competition because if we were to drop out in Europa then a wee run in that would be uh, well received as well and I think what he says about players going out as well I think this this summer could have been quite disruptive if we'd got the appointment wrong and a few players maybe didn't fancy the way the club was looked to be heading if they'd appointed somebody that they uh, maybe weren't they inspired by but uh, I think the fact that Rogers has been down there like a lot of it's, you don't need to hide the fact that a lot of your players probably want to go down playing the Premier League so if you've got a manager there that can go go to them in training and in the dressing room and tell them look if you want to go there here's what you need to do for me here and then a year and a half a year two years whenever it is I'll get you a move like I think that's the sort of club we need to sort of develop anywhere we just accept it players and managers are looking to develop to move on and the better we do that the better we'll be on the park but it's it's really it's really exciting uh Tony I think Danny mentioned that when he was uh, speaking earlier but how important and how glad are you that uh like so John Kennedy and Gavin Stratton are staying I know Stevie Woods is there he's been sort of a permanent fixture as well but there was obviously a lot of talk that uh Kennedy and Stratton wanted to go to Spurs with Ange and they've, they've either been stopped or convinced I'd like to think that it's been Danny Rogers convincing them but also, Harry Kielstein, that's I think that's quite an important one as well, because although Ange didn't bring anybody in uh, initially with him, he looked to be the one that Ange had brought in last season, so uh, important that he stays as well. I think you want a bit of continuity, roll back the clocks two years, and everybody was wanting Kennedy fucked at the club because he doesn't smile enough, so... No, I'm glad John Kennedy's staying. I, I can only assume that he's been told he's next, he's the next manager, I would think, after Rodgers. Um, Excellent experience under Ange, you now Brendan twice, so um, ah, fair play to him for sticking about. I mean, Spurs was probably a big opportunity for him um, to test himself out in the Premier, Premier League and obviously higher wages, I would assume, if he stayed in London, but he's obviously, he obviously loves it here, so credit to him. Ah, well, backroom staff's a bit of an awkward one. You're a hero when things are, are going well and then when they start no going so well, then you're an undermining rat that's 
to blame. So um, assistants are on a kind of hiding to nothing, but I'm glad he's staying. Harry Kuehl, I just thought, was a dead cert to go with Foster Coglu, but he's obviously enjoys it here and staying as well. Well, they've been blocked, one of the two, but Akari Abajid were holding them against her will. They, they obviously want to still work with the club and work with Brendan, so... Um, it's just it's, it's, uh, exciting is the only word I can I can use. I mean, his first time here, he had uh, obviously Chris Davies with him, who was, I think, a really good coach, and I'd like to have him back, but funnily enough, I think he's off to join Ange. Um, but uh, some of the best days of our lives was under Rogers. I mean, conversations, I'll never forget. I mean, fuck, I sound like Rogers, I'll never forget when Tommy Burns. Uh, I'll never forget me and Danny speaking at like three in the morning before we won the Invincible Treble and I think Danny had a vision that we were going to go behind and win. I think he backed to 8-1 or something in that region and we did. Um, Johnny Hayes scored, then Armstrong, then obviously Tom Rogic. Some of the doings he gave to them is just, it's been unbelievable. I must admit, it makes me laugh when fans of Rangers say, oh, he's not up against Senderos now and he's not up against Kitschina or Warburton when the guy's been playing his trade against Pep Guardiola, Harry Kane, fucking Klopp, Salah, you name it, the best in the world for the last four years. And for a lot of that time, he was um, he was getting very good results. So I think uh, I think Brendan will be up for the challenge. <laughs> um, but that, as I say, it's, it's very unlike us to, to make such a strong managerial appointment on the back of a previously very good managerial appointment. Um, I think it's fair to say Dyla struggled, then Brendan came in, Lennon came in at the back of him, and it, it wasn't great in the end, ended up a mess. Ange came in and really built us up again, but we're, all, we're just off the back of a treble, so you're now bringing in an elite coach to take you to the next level, I think. I think it has three years, probably one of the main aims, as much as domestic dominance is, is what the club's kind of built on and what we've been doing for the best part of kind of 25 years. Um, He'll need to win a, a knockout tie in Europe. It's as simple as that. And, um, I think we're heading for 20 years since we won a, a knockout tie, which just isn't acceptable. It's just, it's just can't, can't go on like that. Um, some people say it's all about the league, but I mean, we still sing and dance and celebrate. Winning the European Cup is our greatest ever day in the club's history. We need to, we need to start doing something in Europe and, and granted, it could easily be Man City, Real Madrid, and I don't know, RB Leipzig as our group, and then there's really nothing we can do. But I'd like to think if we get a group that's quite competitive, that we have a right proper go at this time. And much as Andrew's quite unlucky, we need to be more ruthless, we need to take our chances, we need to defend better, we need to be pragmatic at times. Um, it does feel as though he's back for Europe. I can't imagine... Obviously, he wanted to win more titles. I don't know if he maybe wants to be the Celtic manager, if we overtake Rangers' kind of trophy haul. I don't know if that's maybe maybe what he fancies. I, I, I can't imagine him being driven by that. I think he's driven by some kind of Euro ambition. Um, but I'm sure he'll nobody he'll nobody want to drop any trophies either. So um, his first seasons at clubs are usually phenomenal, as obviously as as we well know. Um, it's a kind of myth that it was all dying out under him when he left, and I think we'd won 10 games in a bounce. We gave a pretty good show on ourselves in the Mestalla against Valencia, we just lost, and we were in a very good position, so uh, I don't 
<coughs> sorry, yawning away here. I don't think um, I don't think it would peer do. I think I think Brendan Rodgers would have won ten in a row as well. Um, I think he would have sent Stephen Gerrard packing quite quickly. Um, but obviously the board, you like to think the board have learned that you can't go for elite managers to dafties essentially. So um, hence I went for Rodgers. So. Hopefully all the fans get back inside. I'm sure they'll support the team as they always do. Um, but I think you can you can accept it. He probably will move on to bigger and better things at one point. He's done that before. I'm sure he still wants to win the likes of the Premier League and the Champions League. I'm sure he's still got very lofty ambitions. It wasn't long ago. He was touted for United and Arsenal, etc. So, um, yeah, so somehow he's ended up back at us and I think that maybe proves he must have some kind of love for Celtic. I think has always been disputed since he left, but there obviously is a, a kind of sentimental thing where he, he does love Celtic and he obviously wants to come back and, and become a hero again. So um, as much as Postecoglou was worshipped, Brendan was fucking adored by all. He really was um, the face of the club, and he was he was as important as Postecoglou was. I think that's why there was so much anger when they left. I think it was more just kind of dread and disappointment and sadness more than anything. I remember when they left, I felt dreadful. So, um, I think I think he's got a point to prove. He's got people who went over, and I wish him all the very best. I luck in doing it, and and I think he will. I definitely, as you say, I think it. It was just sort of the uh, manner that he left it did sort of catch everybody. But Danny will do a proper pre-season preview in, in a few weeks when the sort of dust settles on this and players start to come in. But how would you expect Rogers' sort of transfer activity to be? Do you think that's we can expect a few sort of bigger money signings the last few years we've been having to dive any markets like uh, the Far East and even Uri Canada for Johnston. We've signed a few players from Ruben Kazan as well. Uh, do you think it could be possibly, like, just as a sort of testament to how good the squad is at the moment, but maybe just a few sort of bigger signings would bring in? I'll make a daft prediction now, but I think we'll break our transfer record this summer. Um, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if he did kind of similar to what he did when he came in the first time and he got a call with Rooney, somebody that he worked with, somebody that he knew um, before. So it wouldn't surprise me if he did that with somebody. I see he's already been linked with Daniel Amarty for Leicester, whose contract's up. I think he's pretty useful, could play centre-half, could play right-back, could play in midfield. I think he might be quite a useful pick-up. Um, but I would expect him to... I mean... It, I know it's announced today, it's been rumoured for about a week and a half now, so hopefully it's been at the point where um, he's already had conversations with agents and other players and whatever, so I, I think we'll break my transfer record this summer. Um, the squad doesn't need major work, it just needs, you know, built upon. You know, it's not as if we're talking two years ago, we haven't got Celtic need eight or nine players when this nobody first year just came in to the job. Um, the, the the landscape's so different this time and we're in such a strong position that we really need to kick on this time because you know we don't want to harp on about them across the city but they've already spent about I think they've spent about four million this summer I think they're due to spend about an hour four or five so uh, they're spending money that, that um, they really need to get a return on so if 
we put the fit down and keep the fit down on them um, and keep where we're going, um, we can we can really bury them into insignificance in again. Um, and I just, you know, it's Tony, I kept fucking agreeing with everything Tony was saying. Like, the mark's got to be made in Europe now. Um, you can get on... You can get unlucky, do you know what I mean? Like you can get into the Champions League and you can get to the last 16 in the Champions League and, you know, draw Milan and Barcelona and Juventus and, you know, the other teams. Um, I think we've only been there three times. Eh? So, you know, that can happen and you just... You go out, but we've, we've lost some ties. I mean, Zenit St. Petersburg was a tie. Uh, Rogers was there, but we really should have done better than that. Um, we were really good in the home game. Only took a one nothing win earlier. Got horsed away from home. Um, Valencia was one of the ties as well. Well, on the face of it, you think, oh, you're going up against a team for La Liga, you're, you're underdogs, but we should have been able to put up a, a better fight at home, and then, you know, we're quite good away from home. Uh, i trying to think of other, but there's been a few, you know, Copenhagen under Lennon, that was a fucking disaster. Um, and then Bodo Glimp and Durange, you know, a tie that we should really be winning, and so the map's got to be made in Europe under Rogers and domestic dominance is obviously paramount. We need to keep winning league titles, we need to keep winning trophies. Um, and I think Rogers will be right up for being the manager of the world's most successful club, hopefully in like 12 months. But I think he'll be right up for that. So it, it's, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be really exciting. And if he can get something similar I mean, let's be let's just get it right. The guy's never lost a domestic cup game. He's never he's never you know he's never lost a trophy in Scotland. So he's, he's got some record to come up and protect. But um, I think it'll be fairly exciting to see him there. And if he can get a similar tune, at the team that he got, because I mean, remember when he last came in, it was all about qualifying for the Champions League, and then you start looking towards the league. Because there was a thing at the time, I know they, it was the first season Rangers were in the league, but there was that kind of thing that, you know, we'd done it for about three or four years previous, for you know, even like when we'd won the league under, uh, no striking, but like Lennon, it was kind of like, right, qualify for the Champions League, and then the league will take care of itself. Well, now we're right into the Champions League, so it's all about building a team for the Champions League as quickly as possible. There's none of this. You know, push that. Oh, if you beat this team in the qualifier, like mind we had to beat Astana to sign Sinclair and all that. It was like the board don't know to do if we don't beat Astana, and you're like, the fuck's going on? You know, we're right into the Champions League now, so it's all about building a squad. And uh, hopefully, I mean, what I liked was that he starts the job the day. It said that immediate effect. Of, you know, we're not waiting to the first of July or whatever. He's right in the door the day, and hopefully building a team that um, will make its mark in Scotland and do a bit of damage in Europe as well. Aye, definitely. And Andy, I'll come to you just before we start to wrap up, but I've spoken about signings with uh, Danny there. One of the other things that Rogers was very much praised for was when he came in that Celtic team uh, in 2016, he made a lot of the players better, like Shear, Stuart Armstrong, Kieran Tierney, uh, guys like that. Is there anybody in the squad that they don't even necessarily need to be struggling at the moment because obviously the team's just come off winning the treble but is there anybody in that squad that you think will flourish your favourite player James McCarthy you think he'll get a resurgence out of him eh, under Rodgers to be fair if there's any manager that could make him a football player it'd be him but I uh, know uh, I think his, his days will be will be gone um, 
but I, I there's so many players who are just I think them as well will be looking at it and quite obviously you want to impress the new manager when he comes in and guys I've said it I said it earlier on like Hatati I'm I, hopefully we can hold on to him I'm, I've waxed fucking lyrical enough about what I think of Hatati since since he signed really um so I, I don't need to go over that again but I, he's somebody I would like to see um sort of Rogers working with I mean you've seen what Rogers has done for players before you you may or less name two of the biggest ones in terms of Tierney and um, Stuart Armstrong but even I think there was a big development in sort of Callum McGregor at times Ayer was obviously somebody who was at the club prior to Rogers but he really sort of came on improved um, there was obviously he sort of reignited Scott Sinclair's career um, sort of was, guy was fading away at one point um, Rogic again another massive player like, there was there was so many players who you just felt really sort of almost kicked, kicked it up a gear. Scott Brown, like, there was stages under dial of people were saying maybe he's finished, maybe he needs to go. Um, and then, I mean, you, there, there would be an argument to be made that sort of Rogers gave Brown sort of years and years on being a mainstay in the Celtic midfield and being a Celtic captain. Um, so I there's there's quite a few players in the team that I'm I'm excited to see him work with. Hattie's probably the biggest fan. There's obviously Matt O'Reilly. Maybe he's and maybe he's in that Armstrong mode. Um, O'Reilly, I think he's a great player. I mean, why is he still only 22 year old? I can get a, can I mean, a fucking mental amount of assists this season. I seen it earlier on. I'm sure it was like fucking 12, 13 assists or something in the league. Just a mad amount. Um, I'm really excited to see him work with him. It's jaw if you manage to hold on to him. I do, there is players who I think will go. Abada, I would like to see him work with him as well, but Abada, I think, something just tells me he's maybe further off. Maybe it's all the rumours that they'll be going on for long enough, but I would say it's it's probably Hitati, O'Reilly, and, and maybe um, Ali Johnston are the three, I think, because I, I think they've all got that step up to the next level in them. I, th- I think they've definitely got it in their locker. They're all still young enough. Um, and I think that they, I mean the, the whole team will, will be excited. I've, I've absolutely no doubts about that working with a top level manager. Um, but I think the three really stick stick out to me as players who who I think anyway have got that next sort of step up in them. And I think that Rogers is, is probably the perfect man to bring that out of them. And I think you will see that. Um, so I've absolutely no doubt in my mind about about that. And I they'll be they'll be looking at it as well as you say Tierney's one for. Johnston will probably be looking at that and saying, look what he done for his career. Um, I it's maybe no worked out exactly how he was wanting to know, but he's been playing for Arsenal. Um, and even when he's been linked to a move away, it's still to other big clubs. It's Newcastle who are had fucking in Champions League. He's been linked to. Um, so I am. I would say the three other other ones I'm looking forward to seeing him work with. And again, I'm I'm actually looking forward to see what he does in the transfer market. Um, that that's I, I've got to agree with Danny, and I, I thought I thought something similar. Maybe no break the transfer record, but I think we'll spend the most amount of money we've spent in one window. Um, which which may come as well as breaking our, our transfer record in one third, but I think we'll, this is the biggest we'll, we'll have ever spent in a window. Um, I, I think that's what's coming here, and I, I fucking hope it's true because I, I would love to see us just go and and really look to build on on what we've already got, which is a solid foundation of players. 
um, and, and sort of kick on to the next level. No, can I disagree? So I think we'll just start to wrap up now. It has been a very positive episode for once. I know after the last show we were a bit down the dumps with Ange leaving and no knowing what the future holds, but as has been repeated by a few of the boys, it's it's great to see Celtic have looked to move in the right direction in our opinion. The only time will tell how it goes, but for now I think we all have reason to be positive. Uh, we will be back. I think we'll still get a wee end of season show today where we'll look back at this season, maybe throw a few awards out like we done last season. And then uh, I think we'll, we'll be a few weeks until the pre-season fun begins when uh, we head off to the Far East for the Japan and Korea tour and it'll be delightful to see how everything starts to go. Uh, I think obviously Brendan Rodgers is scheduled for a press conference later this week. As of yet we're not sure if there's going to be a fan media one like there was with Ange. If there is you can be sure we'll fire it up on here and on our YouTube so make sure you're following us and subscribed over on YouTube if you want to uh, get access to that if it becomes available. Uh, if you're looking for any more content, Tony was on with Kieran on the Pod Tim's YouTube channel the other night, so uh, keep an eye on. Uh, go, go and check that out. That was today with Rogers coming back, which has obviously now happened. And he was also on Friend of the Pod, the Boise Buses show uh, the other night as well, so be sure to check that out if you're looking for more Celtic content. But if you've made it this far, thank you very much for listening and let us know what you make of Rogers' appointment by uh, going over to our social media, uh, private ones, probably Twitter, just search for Pod Tims and you will find us. But thanks again for listening and hail, hail. Again, will the renegade master deep for damage power to the people back once again? Will the renegade master deep for damage with the ill behavior back once again? Will the renegade master deep for damage power to the people back once again? Will the renegade master deep for damage with the ill behavior back once again? Will the renegade master deep for damage power to the people back once again? Will the renegade master deep for damage with the ill behavior back once again? Will the renegade master deep for damage power to the people back once again? Will the renegade master deep for damage with the ill it's back once again, will the renegade master Deep for damage of power to the people's back once again, will the renegade master Deep for damage with the ill behavior It's back once again, will the renegade master Deep for damage of power to the people's back once again, will the renegade master Deep for damage with the ill behavior Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.